Hello everyone and welcome to Flowcast, a place where you float between deep and funny topics and come out not any smarter. I'm Andrew. And I'm Roshan, and this is the Floatcast. Roshan, uh, you're a senior right now in college, right? Yes, I am. And, and you are too. <laughs> yeah, that, that I am. We are graduating soon. Uh, you know, as a second generation immigrant, right? Uh, what were your thoughts uh, leaving home? and coming to college and what are your thoughts as college graduation is coming up soon so i think it's really different for me from but i think the basic uh, basis of what i go through as a second generation is sort of similar to others mm-hmm. so i went to college how i sort of live my life it's like just put everything in your face just like live the moment uh, and then when you live the moment you'll actually enjoy it so that's how i go about it but there's also this high pressure to like do really good in college yeah just so like your parents are are proud like my parents came from nepal uh when my brother was one and when i was about to be born uh with no money and they like it, it was crazy for them to like come here so then the opportunity i got uh to actually to actually study here like i, I can't really waste it mm-hmm. um the funny thing is uh i have talked about this on previous podcasts but um i studied abroad and my mom was a hundred percent against that because mm-hmm. she's like we came from asia to have a better life so you can have good education and then you want to leave <laughs> <laughs> i was like <laughs> I just want to enjoy, you know, different experiences. Right. So, yeah, that's like how I would say um, I'd look at things. But um, looking forward to graduation, that's just that's like how I live my life where I just want things to hit me. Mm-hmm. I'm not really paying attention to it. I just want to graduate, to be honest. When you graduated high school, did you want to take a gap year at all? Oh, I don't think so. I just wanted to get straight into college. I wanted to start, um, you know, actually getting my career started. Mm-hmm. I wanted to actually learn because I wasn't the best in high school. Yes, I took all the AP, like the high courses, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I shouldn't have. Uh, it kind of forced me to like get good at time management because without those courses, even if I did bad, I learned how to deal with so much pressure from yeah. Band, gymnastics, sports, and all that. Yeah. And now you're like huge into productivity and like all that stuff. So I guess that was a good thing that you just went straight from high school to college. Yeah. I think if I, if I didn't do that, my productivity would be like trash. A hundred, like it would be so trashy. I wouldn't be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. And yes, my sleep schedule is really messed up right now. I'm waking <laughs> up at like noon. But uh, besides the point, it's COVID. That's why. Yeah. I mean, I can relate with a lot of what you said about being a second-generation immigrant. I'm Korean, and uh, when my, you know, graduating high school and all that stuff, uh, there's a lot of expectation of me just to go to straight, straight to college and do the best I could. Uh, you know, huge expectations, and like they obviously want the best for me and all that stuff. But you know, I think I wanted to take a gap year. Um, but I think it was like, you know, the Asian parents and like, you know, just second generation immigrants, right? It's just like kind of harder to take that break because like you mentioned, uh, like your parents, my parents also had a hard time when they first got their footing here in the U.S., right? 
and so you know they go through all this hardship and then i guess like it's kind of like weird for me to say all right like thanks for going through all that i'm gonna take a gap year <laughs> i'm gonna take a year off and they're like you're off we've been working all our year, you know all of our lives so i just went straight into college and um you know looking at graduation that's coming up in like a couple months um it's kind of daunting honestly you know especially at a time like this where covid is still a big thing right nothing's really guaranteed um and it's a little scary honestly but i it's at the same time it's kind of exciting because you know it's kind of less responsibility to do the school stuff yeah but more responsibility to do whatever i want to do but at the same time you know i have control of it and like everything i do has an impact i have a question about that so how are you like are are you one of those people that want to just get done with graduation like graduate or are you like oh i want to enjoy college as much as i can and uh, like i want to be in the moment of college because i know once i work it's going to be different or like which type of person are you so I mean, I look back so far, like three and a half years of college, right? And I think I regret maybe two and a half years of like not doing more, right? Yeah. And so I think if you asked me this question, maybe like two, three years ago, I might've been like, oh yeah, like I'm looking forward to college, you know, spending time getting out there and all that stuff, right? Um but reflecting from now, I think my sophomore and junior year, I think I was, I didn't put myself out there that much. I didn't put myself out of the box. And I kind of forced myself uh, at the beginning of junior year last year. And you know, everything was looking good. Everything was getting better. But then COVID hit. And then, yeah. you know, we got all, we all went home in March. And then, you know, we I haven't been back on campus since. And as this is our fourth year, right? And it sucks. Uh, yeah, it sucks. I mean, and I'm not. I'm kind of wishing that I was. I would stay in school a little bit longer because I didn't get to experience as much as I wanted to because I didn't put myself out there that much. But at the same time, I'm aware that was like my own mistake, and you know, life happens and all that stuff. So at this point, I'm just like. You know, if I get back to school this spring quarter, great. That's awesome. I'm going to have as much fun as I can. If not, um, you know, it was a fun time while it lasted, but like I'll find other things that I'll enjoy and like spend my time. Yeah, I think this is where we differ because you like for me, at least in graduation and college, I just want everything to be over. <laughs> like I I have that um, idea of college as um like yes you get a paper degree from it um and you learn a lot of things but most of the things you actually learn in your career you learn when you are doing it when you are actually in your position Mm -hmm. so i really don't like i like college i like the experiences i've had i don't really regret anything i have done um i I actually think everything i have done kind of built me to who i am today but if I would change anything, I, I would keep it the same. There would, it, like, I wouldn't change anything. It's it's just how I view um, college. I think 
all the experiences you go through that you fail in mm-hmm. uh, teach you how to succeed later in life. If COVID didn't happen, how would you have spent your last year at college? Uh, sort well, of a year same, and a half because you know, yeah. junior years old. Sort of the same as how I am spending it um, in the sense of not being too social <laughs> actually no i lied uh i would probably be very social uh, Party animal. The, uh, yeah I, I would probably not care as much about grades that that would be the similar part like right now i'm a senior i care about my grades to get good grades but i i think i tried harder my freshman sophomore and junior year mm-hmm. in college than i have in senior year i think senior year is really just sliding for me uh i'm getting my stuff done uh, like the basic stuff, making sure I'm on track. But I think if I put, like, I'm not putting 100%, if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think COVID really just changes uh, everything and your perspective of it. So if there wasn't a um, COVID going on, uh, there would be so many things I would be doing. Uh, going out, meeting friends, be more social, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's just, my social is gaming. Uh, I, that's <laughs> my only socialness. <laughs> and you know, I, I bet it was tough for you. You know, studying abroad and coming back, and you weren't twenty-one yet. Oh yeah. And <laughs> you know, and then you turned twenty-one, but it was still COVID, and you couldn't really celebrate. If I remember, no. you, you celebrated in the basement. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna bring that up. My twenty-first was the best twenty-first. <laughs> so okay. Um, my golden birthday is the 21st mm-hmm. so when i turn 21 i like that's the golden birthday which i really don't care about that stuff but um i was in my basement because i came back on the 19th uh of march my birthday is the 21st of march i came back from sweden on the 19th and i had to be quarantined for um, two to three weeks sort of just being on the safe end so uh, I was just in the basement. Uh, no one could see me. Uh, when I turned 21, I told my parents as a joke. I was like, get me some Corona. You know, just <laughs> as a joke. I didn't, because they, they weren't the, like, they discouraged drinking, I would say. Discouraged. My dad drinks, but not that, like, it's it's discouraging, I would say. Mm-hmm. But um, they got me Corona. So I was like, wait, what? wait that was a joke um sure i'll take it pleasant surprise (laughs) pleasant supply like indeed they they just went to the back of the basement where there's this door that leads outside they knocked on it and then went away all i see is a box of coronas and a balloon attached to it (laughs) that's nice do you think uh are you planning on celebrating once uh covid is over I imagine COVID is going to go. Well, I imagine COVID is going to go on for a few more months, if not like maybe like half a year, right? Um, yeah. Would you celebrate your birthdays that has passed? No, I don't think so. I it, it's passed. It's gone. Mm-hmm. I don't want to celebrate. Like that's just me begging to be younger, and <laughs> I don't want to do that. All right. Um. Yeah, me personally, I think. If COVID wasn't a thing, I would have gone study abroad. You know, I had this whole plan to go to Budapest and all that stuff, but because COVID happened, you know, none of that, none of that fell through. Um, that was supposed to be in the fall quarter, 
And I think when I got back here in December or something like that, I honestly thought it would have been great if I was to, like, I don't know, fly to Hawaii or Alaska. Oh, yes. That's one thing I wish I could be doing mm -hmm. is traveling. Or even, like, after I graduate, I, I, COVID's still going to be around, so I won't be able to travel right. um, at least safely. And I, I think if I do travel, I want it to be safely. Right. And... Yeah, so like I just like I I think the last year and a half it was supposed to be me be me traveling a lot of places, you know, especially going abroad. Uh you know, explore all of Europe and then once that's over, come back home, winter break, just go somewhere, right? Um I don't know. This the my senior year, I wish I would have finished it with, you know, people around me. <laughs> Obviously that's hard. <laughs> um but, you know, like those close, meaningful connections that I made throughout, like, you know, my college experience, it would be nice to, you know, see each other and like graduate together, you know, throw our hats in the air. But Oh, yes. Yeah. We're going to graduate online. It's going to be, I, you know, I hope they do something cool with it. Like mm -hmm. those slideshows, they're, you know, they're okay. But why not? Like, I, I think there was one that had a graduation on pokemon or minecraft something. too yeah and minecraft too yeah. like do something cool like that like if they don't i will i, <laughs> I will get all my friends graduating and we're gonna go on minecraft and graduate <laughs> she's just gonna assign a valedictorian and all those speakers <laughs> oh yeah i'm gonna give myself valedictorian all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like so are you you are excited for graduation i'm excited to be done done right <laughs> I'm not excited for graduation because it's it's gonna be online. But I am I'm very excited to get this diploma and be like, see you later, college. I am a real boy. <laughs> um, and I I know you said if you know you wouldn't really change anything the last four years, right? Yeah. But I'm sure four years ago, your past self was going to college coming into it like kind of nervous if anything just a little bit would you have any advice for past self or anything like that going to college do the things you think you will enjoy if you are going to be shy like i i wasn't the best speaker in groups or like meeting people it was, it was really hard for me to actually make more friends in college but it like it grows on you. So if you just put yourself out there, go to everything, go to break dancing class, which I did go once, um, <laughs> but like go to these things, go to these events and just experience it because you, you may hate the thing, but you may find someone that you like know, or you, you learn to know, and they might be your best friend down the line, or they might be really good friends, even join clubs, fraternities, sororities, as long as you can balance it all with uh, your studying, I think you should try everything. Mm, that's a good one. I think. What about you? What would you say? Honestly, I think I would just tell past self to like really get out of there, you know, get out of my comfort zone. You know, I think honestly, it would have been. It would have been. I mean, I'm telling myself this now. It's hard to hear it, but like, if you're comfy and happy right now don't stay too happy oh yeah like, like, like get out there like experience as much hardship as you can gain as much wisdom as you can experience anything right and just come out of it as a better person with something right 
and yeah just yeah just like really reflect and get out of the comfort um zone and just live life i guess (laughs) recklessly do what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed photography, so I took a photography class for the like um you have to take some art class. I took that. Um and it was really nice and that's more of the school side of it. Uh but go to these career fairs if you want to go more I would say in the job sense of it. Mm-hmm. But if you want to actually like experience a college life, go to these college um involvement fairs, these um like even if you don't want to go there just to get into a club you don't want it at all go there for the food go there for the free stuff <laughs> like you pay so much in tuition you can get these shirts for free uh, i mean you're paying for it but you get them you get <laughs> these pop- the popcorn like coke they have everything like go to those you, you you may meet someone there and if you don't you know what you'll have some free merch <laughs> yeah did you meet uh majority of your friends through class or clubs or whatever extracurricular you know what i would say both um i met a lot of people through clubs um i met a lot of people through a fraternity mm-hmm. and i also met a lot of people through class but they all are like different categories of my friends i would say mm-hmm. like the people i met in clubs I, I'm not as close to the people I met in fraternities, but the people I met in class, like I'll probably talk to them a lot um, <laughs> regarding schoolwork. Right. And um, sometimes I game with them. So they're like, you can have multiple different friend groups. Um, like later on, I would say, once you get further in your career, you'll find your actual, like the, the friend group that's going to last the longest. But even so, you'll have all these connections later down in the line. So mm-hmm. it's great to just meet so many people. I think I personally made more friends through one fraternity as well, but really uh, going to a random person. I, th- I was like, I think my freshman and sophomore year, I was really shy, right? Like I wasn't yeah. shy, but like I had a I had a close group of friends. You know how people give you that option? Would you have lots of friends, but you're not really close with, or would you have a small group of friends and you're really close with them, right? Yeah. I had a really small group close of friends, right? And I was like, you know what? Let's broaden my horizons. You know, let's let's make more friends, right? And I think junior year is when that started to happen, where I literally started talking to random people. I. I don't know where this confidence boost like came from. I started complimenting random <laughs> people. I was like, "Hey, like that's nice shirt or bag, whatever like that." And I just like kick a conversation off from there, and then ask if they want to hang out later. And that, yeah, I think that's where I got the majority of my friends, rather than classes. Like for classes, I could make friends, but I just think they were like, I don't know. Our agendas are different in class than outside. Yeah, I would say the same. Like that's why I say that you will find your friend group. Um, you're 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 the closest friends that you're gonna speak to the rest of your life in college. I would say, and your friends from high school, keep in touch with them. Don't leave them behind because they're always like, if you ever go back home, they're always there. Um, plus, I I have really strong ties to my high school friends. But even to my college friends, I just built more ties. So I think you you just have to keep yourself out there. And honestly, just enjoy college, enjoy your life, enjoy um, while you're in college, a- after you graduate, um, just enjoy it. You know, 
I know you have something lined up and you're supposed to move to Texas, right? Yes, sir. If you were given the option, uh, would you stay at your hometown? Um, I don't know. That's that's the part of me that's like, I just want things to hit me. I want to experience something else. And as you're young, while you're young, experience everything you can. So I think uh, I've never lived in Texas. So why not experience how Texas will be like? And if I don't like it, Chicago's always here. They'll welcome me back. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Is, is there a city or a state that you prefer to be in? Other than uh, maybe Texas or your hometown? Yeah, California. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere in Cal- Well, like, yeah, San, San Francisco especially. Um, there or Denmark, Copenhagen. What is the appeal for these two places? Uh, software development is really nice in um, in SF, San Fran, and uh, I just like the weather there, uh, and I know a lot of people there. Uh, Copenhagen, I would say, when I visited there, it was probably the best, most chill place ever. You see people riding bikes, everyone's just relaxed. I think it's like a more relaxed vibe. Mm-hmm. I, I would love Chicago too, but I've been here for so long, I have to experience something new. Right. I think I I agree with you. Like, you know, Chicago has been great. We had some good and bad memories, whatever, right? But, you know, I already spent my time here. And as for my hometown, or our hometown, we I've personally been here, like, all my life. And so I think it would be great to get out, you know, get out of my comfort zone, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know stay at some other places and like you know i too would love to live in california uh i'm open to san francisco la san diego blah 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 anywhere in anywhere in cali cali california (laughs) sorry i know we have people that don't like the word cali um but i don't know so i think it'd be nice to live in new york or maine or Maine? What's the appeal for Maine? Seafood. <laughs> oh, see, I've never been to Maine, but like I've been to New York and I've also been to New Jersey and like all around that area. And you know, it's not bad if the cost of living wasn't so high, you know, maybe I'd, you know, just hop over there. But what am I, what am I saying? Like California is also high as well. Um, but yeah, I just really want to be next to the ocean. You know, we've been yeah. near a lake, and it's it's great. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now changing topics a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone that's listening to this audio, we actually stream it every single time, um, and we just allow people to come into chat. This was actually the first time we had someone uh, throw a question. So we're going to call this section the Twitch live chat section, where... Uh, we're going to go over your question. So we had a question from Gab Kill, um, and he was asking, what's your thought about moral relativism and how the West society view the moral? So to start, um, Andrew, moral relativism is the view that moral judgments are true or false, only relative to some particular standpoint. So like cultural history. Uh, I can give you an example if you Mm -hmm. want. Yeah, sure. So an example is like a person may believe that um, abortion is morally wrong, 
than oh, it is. Oh, we're getting one. political, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. So I, I saw this on Google. So okay. okay. I actually did not know what mole relativism is, but yeah. I, that's uh, I would say an example of it. So what's your thoughts on it? Wait, what? Someone just said abortion is wrong. That that's moral relativism. Rel- relativism. Yeah, so um, if someone believes that abortion, or not even abortion, we'll go somewhere else because I don't want to get into that. <laughs> but say they believe, um, say they believe listening to music is morally wrong. <laughs> okay. So if they believe that is wrong, then it is wrong. So that's sort of the definition of it. So if they believe it, then it is. So it's like a if one person one party mm-hmm. disagrees with something, then it is correct. So that's sort of the thing. Um, and the idea is, how does the West society view the moral? So, what's your just thoughts on? Um, I would say that. I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinion based on their, based on facts and evidence. Um, but I. I don't know, because like if it's interesting, because if you, well, you know, we're not getting political here, right? Yeah. <laughs> but no, let's, let's keep the political off. <laughs> right, right. But if someone believes something to be morally wrong, and you know the other person thinks otherwise, it can only be justified through philosophy in a way, whether something is you know morally wrong. But if that you know. If you bring philosophy into this case, and then there's so many arguments that you can bring to the table that, you know, that can't just be one answer, you know? Well, like, this question is really hard because, first of all, with the flowcast, we talk about deep, fun topics, <laughs> but fine. we're very philosophical about them. Mm-hmm. So this one, we can take this question. So many um, little, like, areas we can go that direction or that direction, so many directions. But, I mean, just to... To say something about this, I would say that everyone has a thought, everyone has an opinion, and everyone believes in something. Uh, you can't really take that away from someone because it's like a human right uh, that they can believe in what they want to believe in. Um, judging happens; uh, everyone gets judged, but it's it's like just stay true to yourself. And I don't think um, how like. West society views the moral. I th- I think everyone has an opinion of it and everyone has an idea of it. It's going to be different um, depending on regions, of course. Okay. Well, what about you know? This isn't really like you know moral. Okay. I guess. Okay. I guess this is a situation that we can bring up, right? Yeah. Um. This, you know, popular arguments. You know, someone's very poor and their child is sick, right? And they go to a pharmacy or a hospital or something, somewhere like that. They steal and get medicine, right? Yeah. Is that morally justified? See, and that's where it goes because they steal. That I mean, ethically, stealing is not, cur- uh, not good. Yeah, that's a principle uh, that I give just like that's morally not good. It's wrong. Yeah, but they stole medicine. Mm-hmm. But... At the same time, that medicine could have been used to someone for someone who really needed it, or maybe it was maybe the only medicine, and they're trying to replicate it. It's like the COVID um, COVID vaccine. It's like they made one vaccine and it works, so now they need to test it, but someone steals it. So it can go two ways. Um, I do think when you take one unethical point 
and you go through that, like stealing, I do think it gets a little hazy and um, usually it just turns to be the wrong stand and immoral if you do something like that. That's my opinion on it. Now, you know, is it wrong that the person stealed the medicine or is it the wrong, is it wrong that the person stealed the medicine for let's say their children that's sick, you know, like, is it wrong for them, you know, the act of stealing or is it the wrong, the act of st- or, uh, what they're stealing? I think the act of stealing is where it's wrong because mm-hmm. it, it's like everyone has, someone may also have the symptoms, but, or like they need that medicine as well, but they don't steal it. So it's like, yes, uh, there's not everything for it. Like there's not enough of a supply to satisfy the whole world. So if you steal something, um, that's that's bad. But on the other hand, what about the companies making the vaccine or like making the medicine and they're selling it? Is that morally wrong? No, that, that's getting a little more deep into it, but <laughs> would that be more morally wrong to uh, sell something that's supposed to help people? Mm-hmm. Well, wait, hold on, hold on, wait. So are you saying that the action that this individual took to steal medicine for their child that may be potentially dying is not morally justified? (laughs) The way you phrase it, it's like, I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I still think stealing is, it shouldn't happen. But I think both sides are wrong. Like, they should be giving that medicine to the person that needs it. Like, instantly, they're going to die. They need it. But... Mm -hmm. The other side of it is you're stealing um, because they're not giving it to you. So it's like they're both clashing at each other. So what would you do? Well, I mean, I'm not going to promote stealing. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, let's, just, so... let's, just, let's just say you have a child and you know, they're really sick and you don't know if they're going to make it through the night, right? And it just, it just so happens like that behind your house, there is a pharmacy. Do you break in and steal you have no money at, at this at in this scenario you're putting me in a rough spot because if i say something um the feds might be at my door in a second i mean it's a it's a popular <laughs> yeah, the, yeah yeah so um i would say hmm, or would you add, a tough or one. would you do something else i would do something else i'll do everything in my power to not steal but what is like, what, what, what is it at your power without i'm not saying money as power but what is at your disposal, disposal, dispense, whatever. What do you have that you can, you know, what power do you have? Yeah, I don't have anything. I mean, at that point, you have nothing. I would go for it. <laughs> I take it. But like, you put me in that spot. I can't say anything else. Like, there's, that's the hard part. Like, there's actually people out there that don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't steal, but then, you know, something bad happens. So, like, it's a hard decision to make. It's a very hard decision to make. I would do anything for my child. So if I had one. So so were your are your actions morally wrong? Morally, remember that. Morally wrong? No, I think there are you. You're doing something. You're doing something good. Mm-hmm. Ethically, it's wrong. Morally, it's not. Okay. No. Oh wait, I I can dig this a little deeper. So, <laughs> so you say morally, this is like it's not wrong at all because you you were helping a child. 
your yeah. child. Okay. Um, I know, I, I know that's just a story, but like, what, what are your thoughts on Robin Hood? Uh, you know, they messed up. So I, I really hate them now because of the things they were doing with, um, you know, restricting AMC. Yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on. But like Robin Hood and GameStop, the people on Reddit, you know, saying, buy Robin, you know, buy, not Robin Hood, buy GameStop stock. Can you see them as like, they're morally, you know, what they did was morally right? Or was it wrong for them to do that? Uh, I can't say it was wrong. I don't think it was wrong. Morally right is a weird thing to say because moral and right is sort of like yeah. same thing, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. say. So I, do I think it's moral? Um, sure, I guess. It's like, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's sort of like... They're helping each other get money, you know? Yeah. Um, to, I, you know, the less fortunate people from like larger corporations. But, you know, they they've made these huge corporations lose a lot of money. Uh, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think it gets a little more um, complicated with the market in general and stocks and all that. Because mm-hmm. it's sort of like publicly funded in a sense. Right. It's like you open yourself to the public. You have to see that things can change and not everything is in your control when that happens. So it's like there's nothing wrong with it. I don't think anything is wrong with that. What I do think is wrong is when uh, that happens and then a company is like, all right, we're going to restrict trades for this. Right. You're not going to do this anymore. Now, mm-hmm. when you get into that aspect, it's like, you can't do that. You, you're, you're saying, I think Robin Hood's message is um, to let everyone trade, um, let trading be free. Yeah. But what they did they just went off their message and I, there's going to be a downfall and there is a downfall. There's a huge downfall that has happened. So that is where the line is kind of lost and it, like the line gets drawn. Right. Moral relativism. Relativism. Yeah. It's a hard word to say. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just like getting stuck on my tongue here. Um, but yeah, I think, I think you're right. Like there's, I think it's cool that a bunch of people from Reddit can change a market this much, right? And help each other make money, you know, especially those that are less fortunate than the ones that control the market. But I think it's interesting to see and hear about all of these news that people are like, oh, we got to do something to stop them, you know, and especially Robinhood and like I think it was Schwab and TD Ameritrade that are starting to restrict these transactions. Um, really shines a light on like who really has power here and at the same time like how corrupt it is in a way i shouldn't say too much about this because i am in a finance major (laughs) but i just think it's interesting to see like the links that people are willing to take to you know one profit but to get their money back and it was interesting because when all that happened uh dogecoin came into the mix again and i don't know how that came like what <laughs> that was that was crazy so uh if you guys don't know dogecoin is a cryptocurrency that started off as a meme but now the market cap on it is crazy like it, it's it's grown a lot and i would say over the week last week um or sort of like recently they had their 
after each um i would say each dogecoin went from i think it was less than a cent to eight cents which was a crazy jump and this is because of the restrictions that were being placed for amc and gme uh gamestop and amc so that was very interesting to see because it was people fight, fighting back i would say that's what people were saying it was fighting back these hedge funds and investment firms which was really interesting if you guys uh didn't hear about it uh you should really read up on it it was really interesting are you personally concerned about the market at this point i am I, it's so right now the market has been you put money into it it's going up it's going up and it keeps going up it's sort of like we're on i think there's this guy on youtube called graham stefan maybe or yeah i think he talked about the market how it's on a pencil and the pencil's hovering over a card and the card's hovering over another pencil it was like some crazy thing like it shouldn't be balanced it like it shouldn't be going up and up but that's how it is so i that's one of the things that i'm very concerned about it's always up so when is it going to go down are we going to get another huge recession um after this it's going to be interesting i think you know i just think it's really interesting how in the last year itself right when covid and all that hit uh the S&P 500 has been going up a lot and the ones that have been suffering have been suffering you know yeah like you know some people have lost jobs people have lost homes people are living on stamps and, and you know and all all that we get is like $600 right you know, stimulus quotes, like 1200 something like that, right? And you compare that to other countries where like Canada or like Japan or I think of Germany as well, where they're doing monthly payments. And, you know, that, that that's great and all, but like you still look at the court, and I don't think they're correlated but like, or cause, but like it's just interesting to see these numbers, how S&P 500 has been going up 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 and the richer we get richer 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 but the people who are less fortunate are getting digged deeper deeper and deeper yeah and i think this is one of the biggest points um i would say which that was shown in 2020 slash 2021 is that the market really right now is not showing what the economy is it's not showing what people are being affected of or people the people that are having troubles it's not showing that this time Last time there was a recession, it showed um, for everyone. This time, I mean, like this time, it's just going up and just people that are actually not doing as well, like really well anymore. Like more people are going into unemployment, but the market's just a straight, it's straight, it's skyrocketing. It's still up, which is interesting, but they need to do something. I think they need to help others uh, and not 600 try to put it up but i don't want to get into that political stuff right. also i'm a college student please help me <laughs> loan forgiveness please please um you know i i might get a little hate from this but like the concept of economy is all theory um and so like 
when people say the economy is bad and it's like the strength of a dollar has been weaker or stronger or something like that, that is, yes, uh, a relation to like how we spend our money, right? Um, yeah. Our GDP, et cetera, et cetera. You know, all those econ classes. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, this is all theory. Like a dollar is, you're, you're looking at it, it's still a dollar. Um, and I know like people are going to be like, oh, but like the Great Depression, all that stuff, you know, like you need like thousands of dollars to buy like, a loaf of bread or something like that. Great. This is not 1920 anymore. Um, <laughs> the Great Depression and the uh, stock market crash in 2008 and, uh, you know, the bubble crap, you know, bubble and everything like that. They all had their impacts, but we still had our ways of paying for stuff, you know? Yeah. And so, like, yeah, you can say the economy's bad. Yeah, you can say the dollar's weak or strong, but, like, you know, you're still going to spend money, like, cash or, like, you know, some transaction. And, you know, you look at history and it's like, somehow we'll bounce back up. But at the same time, when we bounce back up, you'll find that either way, the rich get richer. And I'm just yep. like, this is, this is all, like, this is all theory. Like, you, like, like, yeah, I believe it, like, recession and all that stuff, inflation, like, it's a fact, you know, it is what it is. But at the same time, I'm just like, we need to follow with it, with our, like, how much, one, we're getting paid, but, like, all that stuff. Not to get too political, but that's my hot take. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that as well. Um, but, yeah, moral relativism, economy, uh, money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Make sure you guys follow us and listen to our new podcast, which is posted every Sunday at 12 p.m. Central Time. Remember, you can find us on Twitch, YouTube, and all your favorite podcast platforms. Thank you for listening, and this is the Floatcast. And if you have any questions, uh, you can always just type it in the Twitch at our stream or on social media. We'll, if, if, we'll, we'll find a way. But yeah. All right. Bye.